Welcome to the Bad Cody Funky preview podcast for the Jessica Jones podcast, new on Netflix, and is pretty enjoyable um, so far. A couple of colleagues I've talked to and random people out on the street. Uh, everyone seems to be enjoying Jessica Jones and in the podcast today. We're not going to be talking about the show until Thursday's podcast, or regular time at 9.30 Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash Funky. On the preview podcast today, we have TV's Casey. hey Booster Greg. What up, Jessica? <laughs> oh, God. The Peter Dave. You. And Adam Bomb Amber. <laughs> hey. <laughs> so, guys, Jessica Jones on Netflix. Definitely the Supergirl that we wanted. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. God, yeah, she really is, man. Like, holy shit, dude. And... And the thing I like about it is, is like, uh, uh, is it made by the same production team as Daredevil? I know it takes place in the same quote unquote like time frame and everything, but is it the same people? Well, I know it has a different director, but I think it might be the same like, I think production crew or same studio. It certainly got the it, same it, feel. It, it has to be because it's definitely from like the Marvel Studios, so it's got to be the same. Yeah. I'm pretty sure like if they're gonna do like the shows on Netflix or just shows in general in the same MCU, they're gonna have it like. In the um, in like the same people, same production company, same family doing it, you know. Especially if it's going to be on Netflix. Yeah. yeah, and it's 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 such great quality. I mean, I wish. I mean, I mean, it's a CW, so those shows aren't going to match up. But I just wish those shows were taken to uh, you know, to, to Netflix because now you have um, what is it, The Legends of Tomorrow, whatever it's called, with a yeah. Hawk girl, Hawkman, and and everything. Like, oh All man. That. It, 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 it irks me that those characters aren't going to get like that, like Netflix, like product Daredevil, Jessica Jones production team treatment. Yeah, but I mean, not all characters uh, suit that treatment. You know what I mean? Like mm. they're not all dark and like the Adam. You could probably make that way. It's certainly Hawkman and Hawk Girl, but like I don't know, like seeing like the Flash in that style, I don't think would work as well. You know, you have to keep it kind of happy go lucky. Yeah, and you'd have to drop that. In, you know, completely imperative romantic subplot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Heaven forbid the show could survive without that. I mean, Jesus. But, I mean, oh, if that didn't exist, then the Flash would never run as fast as he can. Oh, God. I hate yeah. that, right? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. At the same time, I always bring this up, but with, like, a Netflix show, they don't have to have as much fluff to, to space it out for over uh, right, like 26 yeah. episodes or whatever. Yeah, they can they sort of just go with what's important. I actually um, was reading an article today, very briefly, and by reading, I mean I skimmed it, and my buddy showed me, and I just like read every other word. But it was saying that Legend of Tomorrow is like the most expensive one that they've made yet. Wow! And it might not see a season two if it doesn't do well. Yeah. So I mean, I, that's also just because of Damn. the actors. I mean, you're paying that many people to be I was just gonna like, say, that yeah. important in the show. Like, how much are you actually like? Well, I mean, I don't even know if it would be so much the actors as it is the um, special effects. Yeah, well, special too, effects, yeah. the costumes, yeah. all of Some the Some are calling it the movie 43 of, of the superhero world. Well, I mean, it, it could well, yeah, be like, has their own unique powers. Like, yeah. I could easily see it being becoming the the exiles of the DC TV universe. Oh you know what God. I mean? Like, someone wants too much money, just like throw them back into their realm or kill them off and then get someone else who wants less money. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, and then it would keep the cast fresh. It would keep everything going. Maybe we see Boost Girl a little earlier, which I'm, I'd be all about. It's but, almost like um, it's a proven formula. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I I could like that would be the way to avoid the whole like you know Captain Cold wants too much money. Well, it's like you know no one's tuning in for Captain Cold, not really. 
I mean, at the same time, they could always go the uh, Defenders route, and instead of having like a whole series of... Uh, they could just have a mini-series or something that's oh, sure. like, yeah. like, a, like a long-ass movie. Yeah, well, I would even love just like a made-for-TV movie that takes place in between the seasons or during the winter hiatus or something, you know? Yeah, something to tie you over. Yeah, Work yeah for something to tie you over, for sure. Like, you have two movies, a summer one and a winter one. And then during the fall and a little bit of the spring, we watch the show. You should be in charge of their marketing there, Greg. That, that's yeah, in charge of yeah. a lot of marketing. That's a great idea. I'm I, sitting here. I'm like, man, out. that's that's pretty good. Holy shit! Yeah. yeah, somewhere some exec that randomly somehow found us because, like, you know, the internet is going. It's a fantastic idea. We're gonna write this down right now, and then they're gonna pervert it somehow, and it's gonna be like Charlie's Angels reboot. Oh God! Oh Why? no! Why? Oh God! Why was th- that even said? That's what have you done? <laughs> the horror. Well, they already tried to do that, right? Didn't they? Yeah, go, I think so. Yeah, with, yeah. with like a different different girls and everything, I was like, "Why? Yeah. You, that's not a thing anybody wants." Yeah. <laughs> I don't think anyone's asking for that, but uh, okay, <laughs> not one person. Chive on, yeah. So weird. Um, but yeah, like Hollywood in uh, in, in general is so such a weird animal. Like they, they try to give us something they think that we want, and then they deliver it to us in a fashion where it's like, uh, I mean, sometimes it's pretty good. You know, you get Daredevil, Jessica Jones, and sometimes it's like the medicine on a on a, like a cold like sil- silvery metal spoon. You can taste the metal and like the disgusting mm. medicine. <laughs> oh god. Well, it's that mass market appeal. It, and, it, and it's terrible, they too, to focus because test. They, they always figure, like, I'll use, like, Star Wars, for example. Like, Star Wars, everyone's going to see Star Wars. And people who don't want to see Star Wars are not going to see it because it's Star Wars. But I do know people who are going to see it because it looks great. But now what they're doing, um, and, and Dave, I think we were talking about this, where they're showing TV spots that reveal more and more of the movie. It's as if, um, since the last trailer was revealed... Um, and everything it, like the last official theatrical trailer was revealed uh that that should have been enough but now somebody's in charge who is marketing this movie as if it's not star wars so they have to now get all the muggles who don't like star wars but they, they got to show you a bit more so they have like like two characters introducing each other which is mm-hmm. a huge spoiler you have they show more of kylo ren which is also a huge spoiler and it's just like oh this is for the people who don't like Star Wars, but we want to fill those seats, so let's put all this stuff in there. But you're doing a disservice to everyone who actually likes Star Wars, you know. Just like yeah. uh, you know what you're doing with like Supergirl and the Flash, you know. Like you have the Flash in the CW, it's a great show, but because it's on the CW, you need to like like push uh, an album, so you put like campy pop music. You need to push, you know, like the CW's general audience, which are women basically. So I don't know if for some reason you put like romance and shit in there. Which doesn't work, and it seems out of place. I mean, so I Kylo Ren, you're saying the entire place. reason you turned to the dark side is because your girlfriend broke up with you? No, oh God, imagine <laughs> it's on a CW. How could this happen <laughs> to <laughs> me? Oh God, he has like an ear earpiece on. He has like some some chick in some lab somewhere. Fight, Kylo, fight! Like, oh God, oh, I my... do it now. I I would probably walk out of the theater. <laughs> my saber's been, red, not because we've been I'm waiting. We've been waiting ten years know, for that a new point, Star I Wars movie. Dave, I would, Dave, go, I would Dave, walk go, out. Dave, go. My lightsaber's red, not because I'm bad, but because I have so much love I have to give. Oh, no! give it to. oh, oh God! Oh. At that point, it's passion, damn it! It's passion. At that point, you have to see it through. Oh, <laughs> that was, uh, uh, I gotta take a sip of my beer here. Ah, oh, it's so. Mm. Mm, mm. Oh, that's what I forgot to do. Get myself some beer. Damn it, you just reminded me. Oh, man. That was right good now. because I can totally... <laughs> Damn it, I can see them doing that. It's so terrible. 
And then they have like we were meant to be, Ray. We were meant to be, but since we <laughs> no! can't, I will hide my fra- my fragile self in this dark shell. <laughs> I'm dying. I'm dying. I'm gonna die. I can go. All, I can go all day with this, guys. I can really go all day with this. That comment's gonna feel a lot creepier. They just they twist things. They twist things, man. So bad. Anyway, off of off of that. So um. I mean, oh, damn it! I don't want to go into Jessica Jones because we're going to do it on the Thursday podcast. But I want to get everyone's like first impression. Very brief. Very keep. Be very, very brief with your first impression. Um, first impression. Yeah, better than go. Daredevil. Really? Mine Ooh. is not better. I than think Daredevil. I agree oh, with that. Really? Totally. Mine, mine's the opposite. Not, not by a huge margin, but by enough where I can, I can say it with some amount of confidence. Eh. For me, uh, if it wasn't for David Tennant, I probably wouldn't have liked it as much. David Tennant is absolutely incredible. He kills yes. it. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. Literally kill it. Killed it. <laughs> I'll admit, <laughs> like my first impression when I kind of like where they're going with this, where it's not an origin story. It's just she's already more or less established. You know, she just has these powers, kind of like Daredevil, where there's no origin of Daredevil. We didn't see him as a little kid. No, no, no. no. He has <laughs> he has these powers. He's there. He's doing it. You know, a little kid like but, they do all the time. Yeah, my first. But my first impression though was. There's a lot of fucking in this. Like, I did not expect there to be that much, like, or any you at all. You clearly did not read the book. Yeah. The... No, no, no. <laughs> if you no. read the comic, you know. I didn't. I, I read. I read little excerpts that you know Casey sent to me about like anal stuff. stuff and whatnot. Yeah, butt stuff. <laughs> but, like... Yeah, great. But still, I just didn't, didn't expect it to be like that much fucking. Like, I was like kind of imp- not not shocked, but impressed. I was like, all right. Let's do this. I'm in for and long what's cool haul. Is that, is that it made it made sense like for their characters? Like I, I didn't feel like it was forced. I didn't feel like it was fake. And and it's so cool that they pointed it out to themselves. Like, huh? Unbreakable skin and super strength. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Let's break some bed who, uh, who yeah. I recommend the show to, but I give them like this warning, like <laughs> vivid sex. <laughs> and I'll get uh, like calls and text messages and just you weren't kidding. Well, it's, it's no uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I, I, I love uh, Degrex, but I love David Tennant in this. I mean, uh, each, like, Kilgrave is so cool. I mean, you know, like... He's, in, like, in, in a, a new a level of way. scary. Yeah, yeah. And I, I love, oh, man, just, just the way he is is amazing. I mean, I love when he was telling Jessica Jones, he's like, I have to be careful with everything that I say. I once told a man to go screw himself. Can you imagine? <laughs> well, that, that, was, that, that was taken out of Preacher. Really? really? Yep. Yeah, he did that at volume... One or two because the first, yeah, that I read, but he looks the, at the guy and he goes, "Go fuck yourself." And then yeah, the next channel, the, yeah, the way that goes is these these cops are having a showdown with the Santa Killers, and basically their involvement like gets a whole like ton of people killed. And this <laughs> wait, one cop wait, is wait, like, wait, "Yeah, wait, wait." After he said that, what what happened? What did the he guy cut do? off his dick and shoved it up his ass? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> the next the next time you see that cop, he's in That's he's beautiful. in a, a hospital wagon. Insert, yeah. an <laughs> insert arrested arrested development meme where he goes into the fridge, dead dumb, don't eat, opens the bag. <laughs> I don't know what I expected. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that was when he said that, I was like, yeah, preacher. Nice preacher nod. But um yeah, I mean it's accurate. Like he he David Tennant did not to go too much into it, but he did a very good job at being just like just terrifying but then like being like nice like in the next second like yeah. like he went from being the doctor to being a serial killer within like a drop of a pin an well like yeah and it psycho. was it was almost I, I, maybe i wouldn't say nice but like charming in a weird yeah. twisted way yeah it's that weird like british thing like especially when he walks into that 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 apartment with that family you want to let me in and the guy's like yes i do and he said when, when he sits down for dinner and he says i must warn you 
I have a very interesting palette. You know, it's just like... <laughs> that was great. Again, it was kind, but it's that weird, like, British gentleman-y kind of thing. Even when he's being a bad guy, he's still a gentleman. You know? Yeah, yeah. And it just feels... I, I mean, I haven't seen Doctor Who as much as you guys, but it just feels weird and awesome at the same time seeing him as a bad guy. It's like... I'm so used to him being Doctor Who and seeing him in that good guy role. What little I've seen of Doctor Who, anyway. That to see him as a bad guy doesn't seem like a stretch. Well, it's funny. With at least with the tenth Doctor, there everyone was always waiting for those moments where where the uh, the alien or whatever pushed him too far. Family of and, blood. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and then they pay for it. They pay with their life. They pay with their species. They pay with whatever. Yeah. Um. But anyway, something people have probably watched are in the middle of watching Jessica Jones right now. And what I want to kind of do for them, just for the remainder of the preview podcast, is let them know that there are characters from the comics in this show, and they might not even realize it yet. Um, so starting off with one of the, the main characters, Jessica Jones's best friend, Trish, a.k.a. Patsy. What the hell's her last name? Walker? Yep. Walker. She really wants to be your friend. Yeah, she really just wants to be your friend. It's Patsy. It's Patsy. <laughs> um, Casey, why don't you fill us in on Patsy, a.k.a. Trish, a.k.a. Hellcat? So, I, uh, yeah, I, I goofed this up for a friend of mine. We were, we had both finished the show and we were talking about it, and I kept referring to Patsy offhandedly as Hellcat. And he's like, uh. he's like, who's Hellcat? What the fuck are you talking about? And I go, oh, I, I mean, Patsy Walker. She's, uh, she was like a part-time Avenger. Um, she's kind of like what if Black Cat had joined the Avengers, but was yeah. never a thief, yeah. I guess. Um, the story of uh, Patsy Walker in the comics is actually one of the more interesting ones because she goes back to the 40s where mm-hmm. she's like a, uh, like a Millie the Model kind of a comic book. You know, like it's like a it's like comics for like teen girls, like a, like a Betty and Veronica kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and then eventually she got re reintroduced, uh, either the same character or or a character with the exact same name, but if according to Wikipedia, it's one person, which I wasn't a hundred percent on. But um, she joins the Avengers. She joins the Defenders. Uh, she's got no powers, but she's one of those. Uh, agile, like, martial arts kind of people. So she's always been pretty cool. And in recent years, uh, Stuart Eminem has drawn her a whole lot. Uh, and she showed up in She-Hulk and she was, she kind of became She-Hulk's, like, pal around sidekick for a little bit. Hmm. Um, so she, she's neat. I was never a huge fan, but, um, I am now, after seeing the show. I thought also, she had actually, powers of some kind. Yeah, I thought she had powers too. I know, I know. I read her uh, comic vine a while back when because I I knew of the character and I saw that Marvel was actually publishing some new comics focused around her. And I was kind of curious why. I mean, I knew the character existed, but I I really had no like interest in the character. I I might be wrong. Um, I just know that. I mean, she's she's got your your super agile like whatever stuff and. You know, she's got, she's got like your, you know, you look her up. It's like, ah, she has the the proportionate. Oh, she's got, she's got like the proportionate strength of a person who engages in moderate physical exercise, like that kind of bullshit you read on the Marvel wiki. Um, she's got like not quite Spider-Man power, like in terms of agility and stuff like that, but um, psychic senses. So she's got like a spider sense, I guess. 
okay. force field generation, and wrist-mounted retractable claws and grappling hooks, according to Wikipedia. I did not know that, but I and did know that she was married. Thing. She was married to the son of Satan for a while. Yeah. yeah. And there's ma- a, there's a thing, there's a thing about that that I could uh, go into, but I'm worried that'd be spoilers. So. Yes. I'll so save over that. Save but for she does Thursday. have. Tune in. She Thursday. has. She does have other powers though. So that's um. Yeah. That's some stuff. Yeah. Um. Another character that they go to that kind of threw me off. Well, I mean, obviously everyone knows Luke Cage, and that's a, a thing. Like, yeah. I, I, I hope if you're listening to this, you know that Luke Cage was a thing. Big time A-list that, Avengers since 2004. Yeah. Although he's a lot different than you know, the, like I feel like Luke Cage has gone through so many different, I don't know, transformations over the years. Oh, I mean Jessica too. And Jessica as well. I mean, at least in the show versus the comic. But, right, but know. I mean, like, Luke Cage, he's gone from being, like, a black exploitation character to being, like, a parody of, like, almost like a, a gangster kind of thing. And, and what, and at least Alias, he was way different. And now in Jessica Jones, he has that more kind of, like, you know, he's just like a dude. Just like a normal dude in a bar with unbreakable skin. He's got <laughs> He's got his one thing he wants to protect, and he's, you know... He's going he for it. it. He's yeah. an upstanding guy. Yeah, uh, but he's obviously. So does a he have super? Sorry, does he have super strength in the comic or not really? Yes. Yeah, he does. He does. Yeah. I mean, he kind of does in the show too. Yeah, because yeah, he was just, like he smacking dudes like left and right. So I was like, yeah, yeah. He, he's throwing them around and everything. Yeah, so effort, effortlessly. That's too. what I loved. That's well, what I, mean, I love. When, he when just you have him. unbreakable skin, like I would assume that you can like, lift up a bunch of stuff and not worry about it crushing you. Yeah. Well, the I mean, show, that's the like show the... really does an interesting thing with yeah. with their powers because you think like when when you have super strength, like you you always get the durability to go with it. Like you know, you, you got your your typical what I like to call them brick powers. Mm-hmm. You know, you can punch through a brick wall, and if somebody threw a brick at you, you'd be fine. Yeah. But Jessica is not bulletproof. She can be clubbed with like a two by four, and it would hurt her or make her bleed. And Luke is super like basically indestructible, but he's not strong enough where he can overpower like like maybe ten dudes. You know. Sure. Like, yeah. he's pretty, he's like, he's pretty strong, but he's not like, I can lift a car strong. Right, and Jessica doesn't have the, I guess, the resources that someone like Captain America has. Like, she has peak human performance and then some, but at the same time, she's still flesh and bone. Whereas, mm-hmm. like, Captain America has, a, has like, a full bodysuit armor to, right. uh, yeah. like, protect him. Yeah. And, an, and an indestructible shield. And an in, that Don't also helps. That. That's, That's kind of a big deal. Yeah. Um, And while we're talking about Captain America, that brings us to the next character I kind of want to bring into play, which is interesting because they gave him a different first name. Uh, The character of Will Simpson, or Officer Will Simpson, if you've watched him. He was, what, in episode one, episode two? Uh, I don't think he was in episode one. Maybe two or three where he debuted. But um, he is actually a comic book character whose name is Frank Simpson in the comics, who goes by the alias Nuke. Um, and for more about Nuke, I'm going to send you to our Marvel correspondent, Casey. <laughs> so Nuke debuted in a story called Born Again, uh, which was pretty much Daredevil goes through, he gets put through the ringer by the Kingpin. His life is completely thrown into shambles. And at some point, the government gets involved and tries to stop riots and stuff in the in Hell's Kitchen. Was and they send the this guy... Nuke appearance? Really? I'm so sure it is. Wow. I, know, I, be... I, I didn't know that. I guess I read the first Nuke appearance. Look at me. You, you didn't pro- even know it. I'll, I know I own it. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Well, it's great because it also has a Captain America team up in that issue, so it's yeah. it's pretty fantastic. Yeah, Daredevil number two thirty two, nineteen eighty six. That's got to be it. So, um, Nuke is uh, like Wolverine, Weapon X. Well, not Weapon X, but Weapon Plus uh, kind of dropout reject part of the program. He's got an artificial heart, and he takes a bunch of different color pills that boost his adrenaline, even him out, or bring him down. So when you hear that guy say, "Give me a red," prepare to crap your pants because he's about to go nuts <laughs> um he also has a giant american flag tattoo on his face mm. which i think is what everybody really loves about him is that he's like so pro-government pro-america that he's got the flag right on his face not even um, hiding it. yeah not even hiding it and he is he is super tough super like super beefy like strength and whatever uh kind of like uh carries around a gatling gun in one hand so kind of like big dude yeah, he's somewhere in between Captain America and the Hulk in terms of size, I would yeah. say. Yeah, he's a, he's, a, he's a large man. Yeah. Um, he was supposed to be the Captain America of Vietnam. Yeah. If, if you can get an idea of, of, you know, Captain America is this upstanding, you know, big strong hero of 1940s America, and Nuke is, you know, arguably the most controversial war up until then, supposed to be the beefy, scary champion of that. Mm. So he's he's pretty nuts. He has his ups and downs as a character. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, I think it's interesting they chose an actor that looks similar to Chris Evans too. I was actually yeah. really I was curious about that because before I put two and two together about who he was, I was like, wait, is he in some way related? Yeah, and then I was like, oh, it's Nuke, and I was like, oh, that's why he's like the the, the demented Captain America. And I was like, yeah, that that makes. That makes total sense. There are so many demented Captain Americas out there. Yeah. Ever since that guy was put in ice, there's been like five. <laughs> the Grand Director, the, these two other replacements, like the Spirit of 76. I think there's a, not a guy named Protocide, but Prototype or something. Uh, there's, so, there's so many. They've tried yeah. to recreate Cap, and it's always ended in disaster. <laughs> oh, man. It would be awesome. It's not going to happen, but it would be awesome if Nuke showed up in Civil War. Oh, dude. You know, you never, yeah. you never know. I mean, if if uh, Daredevil's not showing up, I doubt Nuke's showing up. Well, I doubt they've spoiled everyone who's going to appear in the movie with their first trailer. Well, I mean, didn't like the actor for Daredevil go like he's trying to like get on there, so he's been trying to like raise awareness or raise not awareness, but raise like I don't know, just like getting him on there because it would be awesome to have more characters on there than just the, you know the eight that we've seen. I mean, at the same time, I feel like the Civil War we're getting is. It takes the idea of, of Captain America and Iron Man, like, going at it, but it applies it to a very different story. Like, I, I have a feeling... It's more yeah, I have it's a feeling, more Avengers disassembled than it is Civil War. Yeah, yeah I have a yeah. feeling it's, it's only it's, it's only Civil like War in name only, and, it, and it's just its own story kind of piggybacking on the name, which it can be a good thing. I don't, th- although, I don't, I, I don't doubt it's going to be a great movie. But although, I think although to, be, to be fair, the MCU has gotten big enough where they could have the Civil War take place in other areas other than the movies. Well, kind of. The Civil War really requires a worldwide acknowledgement yeah. of super-powered people to 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 work. So I think that we're going. We are going to get Civil War one day, but like I think maybe in like a decade from now, when when the Marvel universe is much more fleshed out, and maybe it will yeah. be called something else. Well, I mean, to be fair too, they did kind of like piggyback on the name Age of Ultron when that series was first coming out, 
And I think and Marvel they just made the nothing to nothing. do with each other. Well, yeah. I think Marvel just made the comic uh, just to make sure they had the name down, like in the in, uh, too. Because I, I, th- I, I was not impressed with Age of Ultron. I mean, the the comic, the movie, I, I liked. Um, yeah, had the, it, yeah, the comic was kind of forgettable. Yeah, and it, so it really did just feel like, uh, oh, like let's just get this name out there. Yeah, I hear you. Um, another character. Is there another character that showed up that we're I'm forgetting about right now? Because I'm drawing well, a blank. I mean, we could always talk about Kilgrave a little bit. Hey, his name or... in the comics is Zebediah. Aren't you oh, yeah. glad they yeah, didn't good. use that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, kind of not. I'm, I'm actually glad they didn't use the word Purple Man. I'm I mean, not I'm... at all. Because I've been, like, like with Casey, with his buddy, with Hellcat, me and uh, one of my buddies at work, Cam, we were just talking back and forth. And this other guy I work with, uh, Ryan, we were like, oh, yeah, Purple Man did this, Purple Man did that. And he's like, who the fuck is the Purple Man? Yeah. And we're like, oh, I just, yeah, I don't. Kilgrave. I don't think the the goofiness in the name was worth it. I think I mean if they if they if they did manage to make the name like work like if he walked in a crowd and he just said like oh ignore the purple man or something if his skin was like purple then like I get like it could work if the but like I don't it's but I, it's I think, such a I touchy think, thing because it's so goofy sounding. But I think it works because like anything like when Jessica was like thinking about Kilgrave like the whole scene went purple or if his I'm not gonna I'll talk about this very briefly but like anytime his influence shows up. The color purple is somewhere in the scene. Kind of. They did that really early on, and I thought it was really successful, but they kind yeah. of dropped it later. Well, no, like, even if you look later, like, there's someone wearing a purple shirt. It's oh, a, yeah, yeah. It's, no, yeah. it's, it's always it wasn't, consistent. It yeah. wasn't as, like, blatant, though. Oh, right, yeah, because they, you know, you, you have to start looking for it after a certain point. Yeah. Um, But I think that's why, like, it would fit, like, calling the purple man is because, like, that's what his, his abilities inspire almost and that's what you see is the color purple yeah and it is a nice throwback to uh certain some of the comics where they'll portray the people who are under his influence as like just like washed out with purple oh sure yeah and you know i was i was kind of hoping for him to break the fourth wall too but what are you gonna do yeah what are you gonna do that would have been crazy yeah yeah more on that on thursday (laughs) um and yeah, well, they, I, mean, I think it's they all... really did change. They changed a, a good amount, I think. But one thing that I I really did uh, think was interesting was how they they kind of offered a an, an opportunity to give a bunch of heroes with outdated backstories a more uh, I guess consistent and modernized oh, version. Sure. Yeah, because like uh, yeah, the tapes with the tapes. Yeah, because you see you see a lot of unnamed people and uh, and really I don't know how they could have given Kilgrave the same backstory. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. It would. It, it was too, his backstory is too wrapped up in another character and in a, in another time. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, and it's it's just another way, like you're saying, to give uh, characters more updated and easier, more straightforward way for them to get their powers and not just have everyone be an inhuman. Right. Right. Because yeah. I, I'm I'm sensing some uh, some what's the word uh, <laughs> diversion from the inhuman plotline in general. Uh, from uh, from the show because has there been yeah. any mention of Inhumans whatsoever in Daredevil or Jessica Jones? Just gifted. Uh, Jessica Jones, yeah. Really? Yeah, because the, they were aware. Remember, uh, I mean, we're not going to go into it, but there's a point right. where someone made reference. Who goes, "Oh, you're one of them. You have." Oh right. Well, powers. they don't say the name though. Yeah, they don't say the name. Sense. And in the comic, it was more heavily implied towards mutants, and they are building up. They were at least in Agents of Shield trying to build up inhumans as the mutants. So there's that fear and that hate that goes with them and with the government and with people. 
Because in the uh, in the show, I kind of interpreted that line as just something like, "Oh, you're like one of those Avengers people with powers or whatever." Oh, I, I took it as Inhumans. But yeah, because though that was an epidemic. That, I mean, and they're they can't ignore that. That's canon, you know. There's been popping around New York City and everything like that. People are right, right. and stuff. So, yeah. Other than that, before we go too much into the show, uh, Serge, why don't you call us out? All right, everyone. Like all good things, this uh, podcast must come to an end. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, make sure to join us on Thursday at 9.30 Eastern Standard Time on Twitch.tv slash Funky, where we will talk more about Jessica Jones. Hopefully it will give you some time to watch that whole thing or get pretty far into it. It's actually really good. So until Thursday, where you can uh, join us on Twitch.tv. Also catch us on iTunes at Backity Funky. And for the Android users, download SoundCloud app and find us there at Funky. Until Thursday, this has been Booster Greg. Goodbye, Jessica. <laughs> TV's Casey. Well. Okay. <laughs> God. Beard man is Dave. In case you're wondering, I finally got my beer. <laughs> and Adam Bomb member. Rawr! <laughs> That's great. See you later, or we'll see you another time. Whenever. <laughs>